Hey guys, it's Tyler. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today where we talk faith, family, and focus in your life and your leadership. You know, juggling all of these things, it is so hard to keep track. Sometimes our heart can become so restless under the stress and the responsibility of all these facets of life. And that's why I wrote my book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. You can go to my website and get a free copy of that book, a free paperback copy of that book at tylerarobertson.com slash restless. So if you haven't done that yet, head on over to my website and do that. Grab a free copy of that book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. And with that, let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Navigators Podcast, the podcast that equips men and women to steer the course of biblical Christianity in our culture today. Each week, we discuss faith, family, and the cultural trends that are sure to impact the local church. Join Tyler Robertson as we study God's Word together. Welcome to the first special edition of the Navigators Podcast called The Captain's Chair where we get to sit down with someone that has served the Lord for many years, someone who has been seasoned uh, with life and experience in walking with God, whether they served in full-time ministry, uh, whether they uh, were bivocational, whether they uh, were just a layman in their church that wanted to serve God. We get to jump into their lives and their stories and experiences and glean from what time they have spent, uh, quote-unquote, in the captain's chair or serving the Lord, navigating through the winds and waves of worldly trends and culture and growing ministries, growing families, and all of that. We get to dive into their life and get a sneak peek of what they have learned. And I'm excited today to introduce to you the first guest, Evangelist Scott Pauley. He is a friend to many people. He has a wonderful podcast himself called Enjoying the Journey. Thousands of listeners each week. And they take about 10, he takes about 10 minutes every single day diving into the Word of God. And by the way, I love podcasts that dive into the Word of God. See, young guys like me, okay, we only have so much to say. That's why we need guys that are seasoned in ministry and in life to help us, to guide us, and to give us the words of God. Because ultimately, yeah, experience, that will help us. But the word of God is what will truly, truly help us. And so I'm excited to introduce to you Evangelist Scott Paul. He's going to talk to us for a few moments today on growing without changing. Growing without changing. Let's take a listen. Did you know there's a difference between growing and changing? This is Evangelist Scott Pauley, and in recent days, I have observed uh, in my interactions with lots of preachers, younger and older, uh, that there are people who are hungry after God. They are spiritually pursuing the Lord. They're growing. They're advancing in their faith. They're going deeper into the Word of God. They're going further with the gospel. That's what we want. That's wonderful. But too often, People think if they're simply changing, that means they're growing. May I say to you that not all change is good change. Now, some change is inevitable. They say every seven years you get a new body. Maybe we're waiting on that to come. But the reality is that though some change is inevitable, some things should never change. 
So for a few moments today, I want to talk to you about growing without changing. Let me define my terms. When I say growing, I mean growing spiritually. As a believer, as a minister, as a servant of Christ, none of us should be content. We all should be pursuing and seeking to to go further with the Lord. And when I say changing, I'm not talking about the, the inevitable changes of life. I'm talking about changing the foundational things, the anchor things, the, the truthful things that are rooted in Scripture and in who God is, those things must never change. One of the most difficult things to do in life is to discern what is most important, what is more important, what is of little importance, and frankly, what is of no importance at all. And the older you get, uh, you have to pray, Dear God, help me to discern what I can give my energy and attention to and what I should not. Recently, I said to a group of preachers, one of my greatest struggles is discerning the difference between what I could do and what I should do. And so as we're growing in the Lord, we should be constantly eliminating things that are distractions, things that are of lesser importance, and not only eliminating, we should be emphasizing the things that truly matter. Let me give you a great Bible principle, and then I'll give you some practical application of the truth. The principle comes from my life book, Philippians chapter number 3, now, two of the lesser-known verses in a very famous chapter are Philippians three fifteen and 16. The Bible says, Let us, therefore, as many as be perfect, the idea here of spiritual maturity, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. All right, how should we think? He goes on to say, And if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, Whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. Do you see the, the, the two sides to this wonderful truth? He says we're to be growing. God's going to reveal things to you. God's going to show you things. God's going to, to put his finger on areas of your life that need to, to be adjusted. We're to be growing people. But he very quickly says, in the areas where you've already attained, keep walking by that same rule. Keep minding the same thing. In other words, growing but not changing. On one hand, we should be teachable and open and willing for God to transform any area he wants to transform and teach us everything he wants to teach us. But on the other hand, we should be so fixed in the word of God, so settled in our faith that we refuse to lose the ground we've already gained. Don't retreat while you're trying to advance. Don't lose while you're trying to gain. That's the great principle. And so in the application to ministry, how do we grow without changing? Let me give you a few simple principles today that I think help us to prioritize this. First of all, be more concerned with prayer than with planning. Now, by nature, I'm a planner. I love to plan. And I'm not suggesting we shouldn't plan. There's a balance in this. God's a God of of order. It does all things decently and in order. And I think we ought to give some thought and attention to future days and direction. But may I say to you, when we learn to pray, that is the greatest preparation of all. And when we pray, we begin to discern not what we want to do, but what he wants done. Pray before you plan, as you plan, pray over your plans. And if in prayer, God says to you, what you've planned is not what I want, then be willing to follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit. If you're going to grow without changing, number one, be more concerned with praying than planning. Number two, be more concerned with the Spirit's promptings than with your organizational ability. 
You know, I think sometimes we get so enamored at our ability to organize and to function that after a while, that's all we're doing. We're organizing and we're functioning. We have the motions and mechanics down, but something is woefully missing. What is missing? The power of the Holy Spirit. I love what G. Campbell Morgan said about revival. He said, you can't organize a revival, but you can lift your sails to catch the wind of the Spirit when he chooses to blow from heaven. Oh, that's a wonderful thought, isn't it? I want to be so sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit that if he wants to change what I've organized, that's his business. Remember, Jesus taught that the Holy Spirit is a wind that bloweth where it listeth. Now look, you, you, you don't know all about the, the spontaneous work of the Holy Spirit and the divine purposes, but when you sense the Holy Spirit is leading in a certain direction, be willing to do it even if it doesn't fit into your organizational scheme. Did you know there's a difference between an organism and an organization? Now, the church is a living, breathing organism. It is a body. And dear friend, I want you to know, you can't organize an organism. The only way to organize an organism is to dissect it, and that kills it. And perhaps we're taking the life right out of God's church by trying to do it our way instead of following the promptings of the Holy Spirit. If you want to grow without changing, be more concerned with the Spirit's promptings than your organizational ability. Then, a third one, be more concerned with adherence to Scripture than relevance to society. Scripture is always relevant, and it's all sufficient. It's relevant, and it's right. Don't get enamored with, with relevance and with cultural trends. Vance Havner said, When our Christianity reflects more of the culture around us than the Christ within us, something is woefully wrong. We should be emphasizing truth over trends because only truth endures. Read more Scripture than you do books on ministry philosophy, and you'll be sure that your philosophy is rooted in theology. Be more concerned with adherence to Scripture than relevance. Then number four, be more concerned with bringing individuals to Christ than with building a big program. Don't get enamored with size and the mega mentality. We're too easily impressed with numbers, aren't we? If Philip had followed that line of ministry, he would never have left the revival in Samaria, would never have seen the Ethiopian eunuch saved. But think what God set in motion in Africa and for eternity because of the obedience of one man. Stay after individuals. Grow, but don't change. And then number five, be more concerned with guiding your family than with gaining a following. Remember that your first flock and the one you're going to stand before God for is your own home. We're living in an age where we give so much attention to who's listening to us and who's following us. Too much virtual connections instead of real-life relationships. Concentrate on the family God has given you. Number six, be more concerned with worship than with work. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe in work, but there's a divine order here because the best work always grows out of personal worship. If you will learn to love and adore Christ, if you'll learn to enjoy the Lord and enter his presence every day and live in an attitude of worship, all of your work will grow and flow out of that. And I'll tell you this, your work will be more meaningful and more fruitful because it's done in an attitude of worship. One more, may I? Be more concerned with goodness than with greatness. There's a lot of talk today about a great preacher, a great church, a great ministry. Only God really knows what's great. And let's get real. Only God is truly great. In the end, we're all just needy sinners dependent on him. Be more concerned with goodness, and I mean by that 
the good work of the Holy Spirit of God and the fruit of the Spirit in your life than you are with what people perceive as greatness. Spurgeon wrote in his classic work, The Soul Winner, in our beginnings we are too fine to be fit or too great to be good. Is it possible that we have become so fine that we're not really fit for the Lord's work and that we're great in the eyes of men, but the goodness of the Lord has been lost in our own life? Pray for uh, an advancing holiness, a growth in personal holiness. That's the fruit that remains. That's the, the internal, not the external fruit. Yes, pray that God will help you to keep growing, but to never change to be rooted in Scripture, immovable, stationary, and stable, and at the same time, following Him, moving forward and going on to more and more that God has for us. May the Lord help us all to grow without changing. Thank you for listening to The Navigator's Podcast. Visit TylerARobertson.com and subscribe to our readers group for helpful articles, podcast updates, and book releases. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to read more articles, listen to more podcast episodes, or find more resources, you can go to tylerarobertson.com, tylerarobertson.com, and subscribe to all of that. We would love to have you as a part of our community as we grow in our faith, family, and leadership focus.